Let's go, folks. Time for the Gibby Show. How you doing, baseball fans? Welcome to another edition of the Gibby Show, presented by Miller Lite, the official beer of Major League Baseball and the Gibby Show. Uh, it was a big week. Uh, Jays came home. John was up there. John was in Toronto. And uh, I'd like to introduce the man who is the former two-time manager of the Toronto Blue Jays, direct from San Antonio, Texas, my friend John Gibbons. John, how you doing, man? Johnny, I'm doing good. Yeah, you know, I was up there last week, and I tell you, I had a tremendous time, you know. Um, was there to promote the book, and it, it was uh, – and also see some baseball. And, you know, it was such – It was so, I saw so many old friends in the uh, – you know, I realized just how much I miss that place. Yeah, you were up there and uh, met a lot of people. I saw some of the photos. So, yeah, congratulations on all of that. And uh, and you're heading up again this weekend. And we'll talk about that at the end of the show and uh, where people can say hello to you. But, uh, yeah, you're, a, you're, a, you're a, you know, you're traveling back and forth. You're traveling everywhere. But uh, we're here to talk Blue Jays baseball. We got such a great show today, Gibby. Uh, first and foremost, uh, what a special gabbing with Gibby we got today uh, with a guy that really has endeared himself to the fans in Toronto, has really been a spark plug for the team in so many ways. Uh, center fielder KK, Kevin Kiermeyer is going to join us today for the gabbing with Gibby. So that's going to be really exciting, John. Yeah, you know what? He's he's one of the most electrifying players in the game. He really is. And because, you know, he's. He's, 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 uh, I always viewed him. He could, he could have played in any generation, right? You know, back, back, because he's, he's hard nosed, speed, tough, you know, uh, occasionally hit the long ball, play the small ball, all that, you know, just what the, the game used to look for back in the 70s and 80s, even prior to that, right? Then the game kind of turned into all power, uh, but he still helped you win those games, you know, and then it's just, if you put it this way, if you're going to win, you, you need guys like this. And uh, when I, when they made that move to sign him, I thought, yeah, great move. It was definitely a good move. And we'll also talk about uh, the Blue Jays week, how the starting pitchers, especially the four and five slots, have come back and really uh, have done much better uh, in their last go round. And uh, we will also have another roast and toast inspired by our friends at Miller Lite. But let's go right to the leadoff. The Jays finished off their first homestand of the young season, went four and two, uh, which included a, uh, uh, them breaking the record tying 13 game winning streak by the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, and the Jays won the first two games of that series. They remain in second place right now uh, behind the Rays. But what an exciting uh, uh, first homestand. Electricity was in the air when the Jays came home and finally took home field. It was a great series and winning uh, and winning the way they did, especially uh, against the uh, undefeated, not anymore, Tampa Ray Rays. What's your feelings on the week with the Jays? Yeah, Johnny, it was it was a good uh, it was a good home opening week, you know, for the Blue Jays. There's no doubt, you know, the the renovations of the place are are beautiful. You know, it's got a different feel in there. Uh, and then they handled business with Detroit, took two out of three, and then yep. I think everybody was looking at. Uh, Tampa series and you know the reality is the law of averages was against were against Tampa you know you can't keep you know it's too hard to win at the major league at, at major league level but that wasn't what that wasn't what happened is the Blue Jays just outplayed them they outpitched them and um, 
You know, when I look at those two teams, though, I don't think you can compare compare the lineups. I don't think Tampa's <laughs> lineup is near as strong as as, as no. Toronto's is. Right now, they may have the edge a little bit right now in the in the, on the pitching rotation, but uh, other than that, you know, so they took it to them. And the the key to all that and um, is Barrios and Kikuchi stepping up, right? right. I don't think. I've got to be honest with you. I didn't think that was – when I first saw that they were the two guys that were leading it off against, you know, a couple of really good Tampa pitches, I thought, you know, they may keep the streak going because, you know, unless, unless they shut them down, right, unless they, they step up and, and pitch really well, and that's just what both of them did. So, you know, hopefully that gets both of them going because uh, they're, they're both accomplished pitchers. Confidence is probably a little bit low, but, if, but by God, after that, now they ought to be riding high. Hey, Kikuchi looks really confident in this last start. I mean, he had 13 f- first pitch strikes. Uh, uh, he, uh, he, he just looked like a different pitcher, and he just looked like he had this, uh, this air of confidence that we hadn't seen before. Yeah, and you know what? It, uh, you know, when you're struggling, you know, everybody in baseball struggles. I don't care how good you are. Yeah. Right? It's just so, too hard to play. But when you're struggling, sometimes it's tough to be confident. You know I mean? You know what? It, it seems like. If you're a player, position player, you always have that at bat when the game's on the line, important at bat when you're struggling, you know, so your confidence is kind of going, oh, gosh, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, it's, that's just the way it works, and you got to battle through it. And so the really successful players are mentally tough. And, and uh, But you know what? They, uh, they've both taken a lot of heat. There's no question about that. So uh, i got hey, to hope they get them praise. Both bounce back. It was good to see them both both bounce back. It kind of it eased the minds of some people. You know, they got a tough series uh, coming ahead, you know, you're facing the world champion Astros. You're going to New York to play the Yankees. So it's going to be a really uh, another high pressure week for the Jays. But I think they're up to the task, especially on the offense, John. Bo Bichette. I mean, this guy, he goes about his business. Uh, he's uh, off to a remarkable start this year in 2023. Uh, he's hitting 375. He's got a 997 OPS. He's. Uh, just incredible five hits in the home opener. And he just looks like, just like he's methodically he goes about and does his business. And he just seems like such a professional hitter. And I'm, I'm amazed by his, his just not just the confidence, but just, he goes up there, knows what he's going to do, hits the ball everywhere. Uh, what's your take on both so far? Yeah, Johnny, he's he's a unique guy. He really is. Um, you know, he's a he's he's a pure hitter, but there's a lot to his swing. You know, the leg kick and and uh, he puts a lot into it, and he he can hit the home runs. He's he, but he can he's also can throw out the line drives. And uh, you know, he grew up around uh, well, he, like just like Batty, like uh, you know, yeah. uh, you know, the pretty good stock. So you know, he's seen enough big leaguers and been in the clubhouses. So I think he's gained some of that. Uh, Confidence. I can't leave Biggio out of there either. You know, no. uh, he's pretty good bloodlines too. So, uh, but you, you know, he's just some. You know, Bo takes a lot of heat too about his defense, right? He still does, right? You know, it's kind of like when you get you get a reputation early on, it's almost tough to shake it. I don't care how good he is, right? And uh, but I think that what's in saying that it is so important. He he's he's able to just blow that off because he knows he's good. You know. It doesn't affect his is if he makes a mistake on defense, it's not affecting his offense at all, you know, because he knows he's good and a lot of he knows a lot of it's probably unfair criticism. But um yeah, he's one of my favorite players, you know, and uh yeah. 
Plus, we love his hair, man. We all wish he, we had his oh, hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had that discussion with him right here on the show last season uh, about his hair and how he, you know, used I got that shampoo. It did. You it, got the same shampoo. It didn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work, though, for everybody. Uh, no, it don't. But he's got that long mane. But, uh, you know, the, 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 the offense is on hitting on all cylinders. And uh, Springer, we got to talk about Springer for a minute in the home opener. <laughs> Uh, he sent uh, Drew Rasmussen second pitch uh, 95 miles an hour, uh, 440 feet to left center uh, to open up the scoring. And uh, uh, of note, that was his 53rd career leadoff homer, uh, tying uh, Craig Biggio for third most all time. So that's a big accomplishment. You could hit one leading off. There's not very many guys that can do that. Oh, you talk about setting the tone early, you know. Um, yeah, Springer's just that kind of guy, you know, that uh, he's he's the perfect leadoff guy, but he's he's very dangerous. You know, you go back and look at Ricky Henderson, you know, he's a, he, he's yes. known as – well, he is the all-time greatest base dealer, mm-hmm. but he also – he hit a lot of home runs, right? And uh, he, he beat you so many different ways, and that that's what uh, Springer can do. And I think what's great about their lineup now is you got him leading off, and then on the, in the second leadoff man, number nine down there is Giermeyer, yes. who we're going to talk about today. You know, he, and it's not just because, you know, the, uh, how good they are. It's a mentality these guys bring, man. They're catalysts. You know, they get, they get the team going. They're high energy. You know, they're, they're not going to let anybody um, just go through the motions. So, you know, uh, Springer, I don't know, you know, um, used to watch, living down south, he watched Houston play a lot, you know, in the course of when I was there. And, Guy, he just—he's just done that his whole career, you know. He's—he's he's yeah. just a, a, a star I mean, player. That's why they chemistry. paid him so well. Part of a great chemistry on the team, and yeah, and 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 also, I mean, something different that happened in the home opener, which uh, uh, people are talking about, and it looks like the Blue Jays have uh, now kind of emulated uh, the New York Mets uh, broadcast was uh, <laughs> last year. Uh, Edwin Diaz uh, used to come out to a, a song called by Timmy Trumpet called Narco, and they had a very interesting way of bringing Diaz out as his star started to explode. And now the Jays are doing the same thing with Romano, and it really was very cinematic. There was a lot of talk into it. Romano approved it as long as they weren't intrusive on his uh, going out to the mound, but he's going out there and uh, they shut the lights off. The music starts and uh, the song that um, uh, he's using is really kind of a, a, a remix of a popular song. Uh, I believe it's called Tsunami. Uh, but just the way they did it and the way Sportsnet did it and the way it looks like it's going to be a mainstay at home games when Romano comes out to close a game. It's exciting. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know what? Uh, well, he's Jordan's. Uh, you know, obviously one of the top relievers in the game. But you know, the game when when the closer comes into the game, you know, here it is, man. It's, we win it or lose it, or you know, it's the it's the game's almost over, right? It's that point of the game. And I I can remember you know watching Mario Ronald Rivera come into the game and they play Enter Sandman, Sandman, you know, and it was just like you knew something was happening. Then some other guys you know picked up some songs. But now it's like you're talking about where they they drop the lights and all yeah, that. Yeah, the cinematic it, approach. But are you are you yeah. okay with that stuff as a as yeah. a manager oh, yeah. for the fans to kind of pump them up before the the closer takes the mound? Yeah, you know because you know the, it is 
uh, it is exciting, and we it, baseball definitely needs some extra excitement. That does bother. What just what bothers me is all the rule changes. That is nothing like yeah. that, you know. So, uh, but this stuff you know what? I'm a bit entertaining for the fans, and it really is. Yeah, I, I, I dug it. I just thought the whole presentation, the way it was directed, his approach, him coming out there, that intimacy. I thought it was a really cool thing, and I look forward to seeing more of that. Many times as this guy comes out and closes many games for the Jays this season. Well, I, I think everybody's looking forward to because if he's coming in there doing that, means they're winning a lot of games. Exactly right. Uh, let's get to the other side a little bit. Uh, Alec Manoa had some uh, problems uh, in the closing game of the series against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, and uh, what's your take on what's going on with Manoa? A lot of people are now kind of – you know, he's this is wrong or that is wrong or this is wrong. Uh, manager uh, John Schneider said he doesn't think it's a mechan- a mechanics issue. He thinks it's more control. What's your take on what's going on with Alec Manoa? You know, it's it's hard to say beyond to be and be honest. You know, not if haven't seen him a lot, but you know, I watched some of the game the other day a little bit, and uh, first thing that came to my mind, you know, wow, he's throwing a lot of breaking balls. You know. Uh, these guys, kids got a great fastball, you know, and yeah. that might have been the strategy and all that, but, uh, you the know, like slider was just, fast. he threw a lot of sliders. Lot. Yeah. It's, it's big, you know, it's sweeping out of the zone, but, yeah. um, you know, he, he, he was in a jam early, worked his way out of it. Right. And then, uh, you know, they end up getting to him a little bit later, but you know, that, well, yeah. he's the kind of guy he works, you know, you better get him early because then they usually find their groove and, he kind of looked like maybe he was, and then it, it hit him. But, you know, he's – people probably get tired of me saying he'll be fine, but he, he's going to be fine. You know, he just didn't all of a sudden lose it, you know. and, and uh, he'll, He's he'll not, a, he's, he's not a guy that's going to have an ERA of just under seven. That's not going to continue long term. No, it, plus, not only that, he's too good a competitor. You know, he's not going to back down. He's not going to run from it. He's going to take it head on. He's got Buffalo mentality. He's going to head out, right. take it head on. Looking forward to He'll his uh, looking forward to his start against the Yankees later uh, later uh, on this week. He is is he by any chance facing Cole that day? I don't know. That's a good Remember one. Remember that? Find that out. But uh, and one last thing about Blue Jays. I mean, there's been a lot of you know, uh, social media is crazy. Not sometimes, all the times. And with the troubles that some of the back end starters had, I mean, there was uh, uh, there was Twitter was going crazy, social media about how Pete Walker should be fired. Well, what's your take on that, John? I mean, here, what the heck, you know? Gosh, man, you know what? It's, it's funny when our guys struggled, it was fire Gibbons. It wasn't ever fire Pete Walker, or fire the hitting coaches. It was always me. What the heck now, you know? Right, they're going after so, the pitching coach. Yes, Schneid, Schneid's so loved up there. Now they're going after the pitching coach, old Petey. Uh, no, I'm teasing, but you know what? That's kind of generally what happens. Uh, it's unfair. Yeah, Pete, I know how good Pete is, right? All you got to do is look at his track record. All you got to oh, yeah. do is ask the pitchers. Right. You know, usually what happens if if things really go bad, the pitchers, you know, they, they, they don't like somebody or they don't trust somebody or whatever, they make changes. Not when there's little bumps in the road, you know, because if you can't stay the course and if you if you, you, you can't trust somebody that has a tremendous track record and ride out the storm, you know, you, you're 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 not very good as an organization anyway. Right. You got you got to You got to hang. You got to hang together. And for crying out loud, what are they, 10 and six now or something like that? 10 and, and six. And, uh, yeah. They just they just won two out of three from the. Hottest team in baseball. And I think they send a good message, you know. 
I mean, like I said, we were talking about earlier, I think Toronto's got a better team in my yeah. mind, you know? Yeah, it's so. a, 10 and 6 is not a bad way to start, you know? The objective, I guess, as the manager is always to win the series. Win the series. Win two out of three. Right. You go out but, there, and then you can be sitting pretty. But Pete Walker ain't the problem. I'll tell you that right now. No, I mean, uh, yeah, it's just kind of crazy. That's what social media does. Uh, by oh, the way, yeah. you're listening – by the way, you're listening to The Gibby Show, presented by Miller Lite. And, John, you did post something on social media. You had 10 toes up as you were watching the opening uh, uh, game uh, at uh, in Toronto. Uh, you were there, 10 toes up, enjoying your Miller Lite, man. And that, was, <laughs> that got uh, an incredible amount of engagement from uh, the fans who follow you on social media. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. You know, I stayed at a nice little Marriott downtown Toronto there. And I was tired, man, from the traveling and stuff like that. And so I just kicked back in bed and watched watch the game. Hey, well, did, did you, know, you get room service with the Miller Lite, or did you go down and pick it up and bring it up to the room? What did you do? Dude, I always get room service. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a la- I'm lazy. Well, you enjoyed the Miller Lite, and, uh, of course, we're happy to have them with us as our presenting sponsor right here on the game. Tastes like Miller time. It does taste Always. like Miller time. All the time. Always time. That's right. All the time. Um, let's get back to the leadoff and talk about some uh, some stories developing in Major League Baseball. Uh, looks like Giancarlo Stanton is back on the injured list. Um, here's a guy that uh, has been on the injured list. In every year that he's been on the New York Yankees, it seems, and uh, he's back there again. He hit a he hit a ball that looked like it was going out of the park. It didn't, so he turned it on. And as he was running the second and got out of the home run trot, he uh, kind of injured a hammy, so he's out on the IL again. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, he he injuries hit him all the time. You know, in in. Um... You know, seems yeah, he's like had it's quad strains, right ankle fl- inflammation. He's had tendonitis in the Achilles. He's had another like, hamstring uh, uh, injury. So yeah, he's just uh, he plays and he's when chronic, he plays, he's great, but he's out all the time. He's got cr- chronic, you know, leg problems. You know, but when you're built like that, gosh, he's. I mean, he's like built like a Greek god. You know, so he is. Maybe, maybe, maybe don't go in the weight room so often. I don't know. Yeah, well, Dodgers uh, catcher Will Smith also out, a reported concussion, uh, and he will be out for a while, uh, so he's on the IL. And that's, like you said, you you were behind the plate, and that's a tough, that's a tough position to play. Hey, you know what, though, John? You know, hey, concussions are viewed so different today than they used to be, right? It used to be, you know, they, if somebody got their bell rung, they used to say, you know, they give them some smelling salt, smell right? Smelling salt, right. Yeah, it's like all right. Hey, I'm good. Go I'll get him, coach, and then you then you run into the wrong huddle in the wrong dugout, you know. But hey, oh, you know, uh, I a real quick funny story. When I was after I got drafted, I, we, I was down in instruction league in St. Pete, Florida. We were playing. The, I think it was the Expos uh, team down there, and it was this big. They, they had this big outfit. I think it was name was Roy Smith. Was Roy Roy something? Anyway, he's on second base. He's big. I think he was a big football player in college. He comes around home plate, and he comes around third base, and he smokes me, man. Knocks me down. I hit, bang my head against the uh, the ground, right? So I, fin- I finished the inning, uh, and then I went into the, the to the bathroom at, at the facility there, and I was throwing up, you know. So the trainer, we had this real old trainer. His name was Tom McKenna. He was about 90 back then. I remember right? him. He was a legend. 
yeah. legend. Yeah, and he, he was a, he was an NHL trainer and a, uh, and a major league baseball trainer. So he said, he said, Johnny, I gotta take you home tonight to keep an eye on you. You know, watch you for a few hours so you don't fall asleep. He said, All right, Tommy. So he took me home, and I sat on the couch. Uh, you know, for about five or six hours until about midnight. He's got this big old bulldog, man, this big old English bulldog. He and his wife were sitting over the table playing cards, and I'm sitting there and I got this big old bulldog slobbered all over me. He he turned check. Finally, finally, he sent me home. He said, "You'll be all right," you know. And I think I was ready to go the next day. So wow. now, now they got a different protocol, and it's probably oh, smart. Is. I mean, it's uh, it's safety first now, of course. Uh, but uh, the game has changed, and you know they are taking care of these guys anytime you had a little. Yeah, that's smart. They need to. It is absolutely. But one of your buddies, uh, Josh Donaldson. He's working his way back to the Yankees. He's been out uh, for a while, and he's been struggling there. There's a lot of uh, – he's just been getting hammered in the media by the fans. So he's going to be playing uh, double-A, trying to get back to the majors. What's uh, – you know you know Josh really well. And what, what's going on, and, and, and does he really care? I know – and he cares about the game, obviously, but the fan reaction, he's a tough guy, as you know. What do you think is going through Josh and what advice would you give him as he tries to make his way back to the majors? Well, number one, you know, he, he's getting older, man. His body's breaking down. He's he put that, he's put that body through a lot in his career. Yeah. You know, he's always been a hard player. He always plays a hundred close to 160 games a year. That takes its toll, you know? Um, but if there's one guy that can handle the heat in New York that I would, I would bet on, it would be Josh, you know, um, uh, because he's going to fight back, or he's not. He's not going to let it. Not going to let it destroy him, right? Yeah. Um, but it's like a, even in the book I wrote about, they call it "screw you money," right? Because he's got a he's got a guarantee. He's got a guaranteed deal, and they owe him. He's got a close lot of money, to thirty right? mil coming to him still. Yeah. So basically, he'd say, "Well, screw you. You got to pay me anyway. Do whatever you want." You know. Yeah, because he's got the, the guarantee for this year, and then he's got the team buyout, or the Ooh. buyout for next year. So that comes yeah, up like to about thirty mil. So I guess he's going to be pretty set no matter what happens and if they boom out of new york i guess oh well i'm getting paid <laughs> it's like it could be like it, it's not gonna be like eddie witson where they're gonna follow him home and all they remember oh. eddie witson oh my they, they tortured him they tortured him hey um, but hey don't 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 ever write off josh donaldson i'll tell you that no i, I i'm really uh i really admire him I'm impressed by him and uh just the history that i got to know even talking to you about how how uh, yeah. much he meant to your teams uh, finally, I mean, there's a uh, – it was kind of crazy if you saw this over the weekend. Uh, Cody Bellinger returned to Los Angeles. He had a great uh, run over there, and he's a Chicago Cub now. And he, he goes MVP. To, yes. Yeah, exactly. So he goes to bat. The fans, of course, pay their respects. Standing ovation. And then he gets called for a pitch violation that he didn't get in the batter's box quick enough, and they, they call a ball on him. What's going on with that, John? Oh, you know, hey, 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 ask the commissioner. Don't ask me. But they listen. I think the umpire was Jim Wolf. I read right. Wolfie, Wolfie's one of the. He's a good guy. He's one of the better umpires, right? But come on, Wolfie. I'm a little quarter awareness. You know, this guy's homecoming. They generally, if the fans love it, they give you a little. You know, everybody. It's it's part of it, right? So he, I don't know. He must have been really making sure he kept everything just uh, tight, what have you. But funny story about this Wolfie guy, right? Well, his brother. Uh, Used to be that left-handed pitcher, Randy Wolf. Oh, um, okay. But but 
but Jim Wolf, the umpire, you know, he's, he's really into fitness, you know, and he, he's at the gym a lot. But he's, he's, he's a buff guy, right? Mm-hmm. So we'd always talk around the game. You say the, the hitter's like, listen, if, if Wolfie's the umpire behind home plate, you know, when you go up there, he's, he'd say, hey, man, damn, you look strong or something. You know, give him, give him like this, you know, like the – and he loves it, man. And then you got him. You know, they know, the pythons. They know, oh, yeah. I say, Jimmy, you're looking good, man. You've been working out. And then, then he'll be on your side the rest of the night. Wow. I tell you, Lenny Dykstra, and I know you know Lenny, you know Nails. I had not seen Lenny in years, really, since Shelby, and he made the Mets, and then he then he got traded and became a Philly, okay? So this is just a quick little story. I hadn't seen him in years, and the guy, when I saw him in Philadelphia, was, like, jacked up to the max. And I said hello to him, and, uh, and all I could say, Lenny. And I'm going to say something, you know, but this is kind of like it was back in the day, and – Everyone knew it. I was like, Lenny, man, what happened? How big are you? He goes, hey, dude, it was the blank and steroids, you know? So that that was nails. But he wasn't, he was jacked. But I guess, you know. Well, that Wolfie, Wolfie, Wolfie ain't, on the, ain't on the juice, I don't think. But it's like, oh, but Len, poor Leonard, man. Yeah. Hey, Len, Lenny, was, Len, Lenny was never going to lie. That's for dang sure. No, no, Lenny is uh, Lenny's an interesting dude. Probably one of the most interesting guys I ever met, and you do because you roomed with him for a while. But he's he's a little nutty, a little nutty. But that's going to about wrap up this uh, segment, uh, the lead off, and uh, now it's going to be time for gabbing with Gibby's. Of course, brought to you by Tim Hortons and John. You are holding up a Tim Hortons cup earlier today. For baseball fans on the go, Tim Hortons has a snack for that. New savory pastries are available in herb and garlic and jalapeno flavors, baked fresh throughout the day and now served warm. Hey, I had a couple of those while I was up there, man, on this this last trip. They're, They're good. Go for it. This week's Gabbing with Gibby's guest is becoming just a few short weeks. One of the most popular players for the Blue Jays who has not only hit his way into the fan fans' hearts, but also capture them with his glove as well. Let's welcome Jays center fielder Kevin Kiermeyer to this week's Gabbing with Gibby. Kevin, pleasure to meet you, man. Likewise. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Um, Life as a Blue Jay has been great, and uh, I'm excited to answer all your guys' questions today. There you go. Hey, you know, hey Kev, you know when I when I saw when they when they signed you this offseason, I go, that was like my uh, favorite move, right? And I say that because I don't know, not only when I when I was managing there, right, but being a Blue Jay fan, I don't know how many times Blue Jays fans and coaches, staff, and guys have to would watch you rob that team, man, of, of, <laughs> of home runs, base hits. It's like, well, you got to be kidding me, man. Now you finally got this guy on your team, you know, and uh, I, I think that was a brilliant move. Yeah, thank you. I, um, yeah, we've had, we've had some fun battles over the years, and, you know, I've always tried to try to make plays and, and be uh, a hassle for the opposition as much as I could. I just, I love going out there and, doing what I do um and now I've always loved coming to Toronto three times a year every year so they were the first team that reached out in free agency and I was thrilled from the get-go and they wanted me and and appreciated me more than any other team so it's an easy choice for me and uh you know a couple weeks into the season now 
I knew I made the right choice back in December, but now more than ever. And uh, life is great. Yeah. You know what? Hey, uh, well, you won their hearts. They knew who you were, but you go back to that, that first series of years, St. Louis, you're making the sliding catches. And then for crying out loud, you get in the home opener. Can, can, you can't write a better script, man, when you rob a home run. I mean, think about it, right? I mean, that's I know. You, you couldn't make that or you couldn't lay that out any better than that. I know. And I, uh, man, I said baseball works in mysterious ways at times. Like things just line up at times. And for me, it was like, okay, hey, they're they're doing all these renovations at the Rogers Center. They're lowering the wall to – it was like it was made for me in a sense. So I've just answered uh, so many questions about this wall and everything. And then sure enough, the second inning I'm out there for the home opener in Toronto when the place was packed and electric, I'm able to make a play like that and, and just show the fans, everyone out there, what I'm capable of doing and what I've done my whole career. And it was, uh, it was such a great moment for me and it gave me the goosebumps getting that ovation from the Rogers center. And, uh, I was just having the time of my life out there from, from the get go. And, uh, you know, what, what a way to, to start things off. And that's oh. why I said baseball works in mysterious ways and the baseball gods and man. make that play. I know. I know. Hey, well, you almost got another one, too, didn't you, later in the end? I know. I know. I had two more opportunities, actually, and I, I would have liked to have them back. But, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm, I'm afraid to be great out there. But uh, <laughs> could have, would have, should have, you know. <laughs> uh, hey, 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 well, you, you don't – you're one of those guys, you don't need a shorter wall. I know they they, they lowered it, right? And that, You don't need that, dude. You've been, you've been scaling the walls forever. Well, maybe you're a little – you ain't old, but maybe you're a little bit older. But uh, – you still got the leaps, huh? Yeah, I still I still try to do it. Ever since I had hip surgery, like I haven't been able to do as much uh, explosive like jumps like I have in the past. But still, every now and then, I try to save my bullets in there. But when I need to get up, I still I still got a little left in the tank. So uh, <laughs> try to age like a fine wine, Gibby. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to go as long uh -huh. as I can. <laughs> hey all right hey what about the last out yesterday you kidding me with that yeah jason you know what that's a, a play i wasn't wasn't even mad in the slightest it was just like wow what a what a play uh jason is is a freak athlete if someone's gonna do it it's gonna be him and uh he uh he let me know about it and i appreciate Are you guys it. buddies it was good fun yeah yeah he's a but great you know guy what? and uh, if I'm going to get one taken away, probably would have been a double play anyway. Shortstop was right behind second base, you know. Still got somewhere of the shift on, even without the shift nowadays. But uh, he made a good play. And like I said, I as the opposition, I always respect a, a good play. So gave him a hat tip. Game was over. But, uh, hey, that guy is a freak athlete. Do not sleep on Jason Adam. Hey, I figured he'd probably say to you, hey, payback's a bitch, ain't it? Uh, <laughs> see? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a little bit of your own medicine. Yeah. Oh, that, that's great. All right. Well, listen, you know what? You've always – well, you were a great athlete in high school. I, I, I read up some things. You, you were going to go maybe play some football too, huh? Was it Purdue? Yeah, that uh, that was a rumor. I don't know where that, that happened, though. But I, was, I had a couple, like, D2, D3 schools looking at me. Uh, I was a late bloomer. But then I chose to go the JUCO route um, Just for in college, playing baseball, and and that worked out obviously. So yeah, yeah. And then but that, I, I never. I'll, I'll give you a quick. I never thought I was going to play pro baseball. Never thought I'd be in the big leagues. Um, I wanted to go 
play D1 baseball eventually. And that's why I was like, all right, I'll go to junior college, try to get really good at baseball. I just want to play D1, get a scholarship, make it financially easier on my parents or however, however I have to figure this out. And then um, had a Tampa Bay scout see me my freshman year in December, right before Christmas break. And he handed me his card and uh, he was a scout who would end up signing me. But when I saw him that night, my life changed forever. I said, I'm going to go, I want to go play pro now. And then I got into this mindset and then, uh, you know, here I am 13 years later. You, you know, it's well, Hey, I could see you playing in the NFL, man. You, you got some size, you got speed, you got time. <laughs> I, I can see that too, man. Especially you could be playing for, you could be one of those guys for the, the, uh, like Wes Welker and those guys for the Patriots, you know? Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's funny how that works, right? Like you said, you know, I would assume like from day one, you know, you were that golden boy and you were going to get, you know, baseball was this and that. But it wasn't till like somebody, you know, out of the, out of the blue, maybe uh, saw you and, and showed some interest in you. That that sparked your, you know, your that, fire. That that lit a fire in me like nothing in my life has ever happened. I'm telling you, it was a life changing moment, and I just I developed this mindset where I was just obsessed with working on my craft every day just swinging in my apartment doing sprints doing everything to see how good i could get and then i got better very rapidly having that focus and had a great freshman year thought i was going to get drafted and then uh my sophomore year had another really good year fell to the 31st round but i was like you know what all i need is an opportunity i'm the youngest celebrity i know i can play let's go see what happens and uh it was the best choice i ever made that's hey, that's all you know. People people sometimes get caught up because hey, because I was a first round pick, right? And, and you know what? So nice. a lot of first round, a lot of first round picks go bad. Is my point? So, <laughs> and you were you thirty or thirty four, whatever. And, and, and look at see, so it that doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. You got to yep. get get in the door, right? <clears throat> yep, get your foot in the door. Take you know, life's all about taking advantage of opportunities. Whether you're a first rounder, thirty first, I knew that I had to play good quickly to let them know that uh you know the the small signing bonus that I didn't want to be released and I, I wanted to solidify myself early and uh I did that and and uh you know it helped me make a career out of it. And then you went through hey, you flew through the system pretty quick too. I never repeated levels. That was my only goal. I said I hope I can get an in season promotion. Uh that'll be a bonus, but I just I don't ever want to repeat. And then once I got to double a i got caught up to triple a in 2000 that was on 2013 and then uh caught up to the big leagues to make my debut in game 163 in the one game uh wild card playing game so it all happened quickly but it, it instilled that confidence in me and uh once i once i had that in there and and knew i could play with you know the best players on the planet it, it took my game to the next level and uh you know it once again it helped me sustain a uh, career and I'm, I'm nine years into it and still having the time of my life. Oh, hey, you've, yeah. uh, you've had a great, uh, you brought a great dynamic to Toronto and the fans, the way they've embraced you, Kevin has been incredible. Now going to the Jays coming from a division rival, spending all those years in Tampa Bay, explain to us a little bit about the dynamics between the fan bases and how you've been embraced and what the atmosphere is at the Rogers Center in comparison to uh to Tampa 
<laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's that two a tough completely, one? <laughs> completely different markets. I mean, you're talking a, uh, you know, 40 million people in all of Canada rooting for one baseball team in, in their country. And then you got a team like the Rays who have been a small market team forever. And, you know, we're in a, a very small Tampa, St. Pete compared to these other cities that have millions. So that, that's a tough question. And it's, it's, um, you know, I what I say about Toronto though these I know these people here are in Canada in general. They love their sports teams, and I I have felt the love since the get go. I came up here to Toronto uh, in January. They had a winter tour, and me and some of the other players went to a hockey game. And uh, obviously, you know, the Maple Leafs are huge. Everyone loves them, rightfully yes. so. And then when the camera panned to the Blue Jays, people were pumped to to see the guys even in January, months before the season started. So I knew right away that uh, these people are serious about their sports and I'm just so honored and, and privileged to, you know, try to go put a great product on the field for these people to root for and live vicariously through us out there on the field. I mean, we care so much and, and want to be the best dang team out there. And it's so fun to be a part of. And once again, these fans showing me the love they have, it's, it brings the best out of me. I said, I <laughs> jokingly said I might have peaked too early making that catch and then hitting a homer because I think people are going to expect that every day out of me. But I'll get up to my old tricks. Just please love me through the good and bad. But uh, it's been an it's been an awesome start to 2023. And uh, like I said, I'm having the time of my life meshing with a new group of guys and, and such a fun, talented, hungry team. Yes. And you've. And you feel at home there, too. I mean, you actually, uh, for the first time in your major league career, rode your bicycle to the ballpark. Yeah, that was that was so much fun. I uh, I randomly one day just looked. I'm like, are there any electric bike stores near me? And there's one like a mile away, right on the way to the field. I'm like, all right, I'm going today. I'm buying one. Um, I'm about four and a half miles away from the field. So I said, you know what? This will give me a chance to take a like see the city a little bit better. And uh, I want to take all this in as much as much as possible. Yes. And when I did that, you know, in Tampa, I live 26 miles away from the field. So no shot I'm doing. You know, that's not <laughs> even a thought. But for me, I'm like, you know, what? I want to expand my horizons, do something different. And I rode to the field twice uh, over the weekend. And uh, it was a thrill for me. It was so much fun. And I'm going to do it many more times. Perfect. Hey, you know, hey, you know, what, Kev? Canadians, right? If you give Canadians a good effort, they'll love you. You know, yep. you know, the, and a lot of it's I think it's because they're you know that hockey's such a big thing up there, right? You can't dog it. You can't you can't cut corners in hockey, right? Or you just can't yep. survive. So if you give them a good effort because they're 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 hardworking, honest, no BS type people, they love their beer, all that. Yep. It's, they're, 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 I mean, they're they're genuine. I mean, so. There's, it doesn't surprise me that you want them over like that because you, I mean you're you're a uh, infectious guy anyway. Um, but I got to ask you something. We were talking about you know you, playing down in Tampa, right? And I and I gave it the, this name a few years ago when I was we were there, the House of Horrors, man. What is it about that? I'm telling you, hey, things happen in that place, man, that shouldn't happen. Against I don't care how good a team your the, the opponent is, the visiting team, things just get things just happen, man. What is it? Yeah, there there is a play affected by that roof once a game, and uh, 
it never it never fails. You know, we're trying to catch a dirty white ball in a dirty white roof, and uh, <laughs> it's hard it's hard on the <laughs> eyes, but. But from what what I hear now, now that I'm an opposing player and guys love to talk to me about the drop and guys that come from uh, very various places, um, guys don't like hitting there. I don't know what it is about it, but guys say it just seems a little dark in there. And I'm like, I don't know if I was just numb to everything, but I loved yeah. it. There. Oh, you knew and that was my home plate, my home. You know, I'm biased towards it, but I always loved it. But I a lot of Blue Jays guys, uh, they don't like hitting there and uh you know guys are coming out the woodwork saying all these different things but um hey well part again, of it's I, man i don't know part of What's it's a pretty good part of it's the pretty good pitches staffs you threw at them every night that's that was part of the reason not liking to pit, hit there any either you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's yeah this game gets harder every year man these pitchers get they throw oh, harder their stuff is not here it uh it's funny i always tell guys this david de jesus Played 12 years oh, in the well. big leagues. He, uh, he was on the team with me in 2014, and, and he retired after that year. And he said, if pitching was like this in 2014, like it, if it was like this back in 2002, he was like, I promise you, I would have been in the wrong, wrong business, <laughs> wrong game. And here I am now saying if pitching was like what it is in 2023 and 2014, there's no way I'd have a nine-year career. These guys, it is – these pitchers no. are so dang good now. They are nasty, and they get nastier by the year, it seems like. Scary. No <laughs> doubt. But, but see, I disagree with that because your style of game, right, you, 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 you can you, – you put the ball in play. You, play. you can play the small ball. You can play the gap game. You, you can run the bases. And you, you'll, juice, you'll juice the ball. Every so often, right? You've hit, you've hit your mm -hmm. fair share. I don't think people realize that. But that play, that plays. I don't care who's on the mound, right? And you get, you know, where you get these guys that are just strictly sluggers. It, it, you can get overpowered by these guys, and if yep. you don't have anything else to your game, you know. Yep. But, you know, you've you've won some go. I got. I was looking this up. I'm gonna let me pull this up here real quick if I can find it because, you know, you're always when you win the gold gloves like that, right? I mean, every time you turn, every time I turn on the uh, highlight reel, right? The uh, hey, there's there's Kiermaier again for crying out loud, right? <laughs> so I uh, let me let me find this here. That uh, what do you got but, for me, Gibby? All right, because I know what kind of offense you can play. Everybody knows you're a good offensive player. But I, I read this. Okay, let, let me paste it. Kevin finished in 2015 season leading all major league fielders in defensive runs save with 42, the highest number since the start of calculations. Of the statistic, he garnered a 5-0 defensive wins above replacement WAR, fourth all-time according to Baseball Reference. But they get this: where it get, his overall 7.3 WAR. And I'm not a big analytics guy, but I am right now. <laughs> his, his overall 7.3 WAR ranked third in the American League behind Mike Trout and Josh Donaldson. That was Josh won the MVP that year. Mm -hmm. You yep. were third, and you were third in the league, man, in WAR. I know, I don't, and I, you know, I had, incredible. So I had so many people uh, tell me after that year that that is why war is the dumbest stat of all time. I still don't understand it, so I don't, because it was like I hit 263 with 10 homers that year, but I probably had the best defensive outfield season ever, um, at least as far as, far as I know, but 
and it, it you know it, it did what it did to the war and and people would just be like it, it's the dumbest thing ever. and i'm like i don't no, know i just not. i go out there and i try to make plays and I can't control what these numbers are. Don't yell at me. Yell at the people who <laughs> come up with hey, the stat. I don't care. Hey, well, you know what it does? It, it highlights the complete player, right? Not just the one one dimensional guys. You, you, you yep. put it all, you know, that and that's what that's what the game's supposed to be. You know, you 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 gotta be able to you gotta play be able to the really great players play both sides of the ball. That's just yep. you know, because and defense wins championships, man. You guys, you guys got a great offense, right? But if all you if all you did this year was out slug teams, you're not going to win in the end. But what yep. you have now, you have a you have one of the best, arguably maybe the best defensive team in the league too. You could put, yep. put up that argument. That's what's going to win it for you guys, along with the offense. And all you need to do is get some steady pitching. Yep, yep, we'll be fine. We haven't even caught our stride yet. And uh, but once we get, you know, everyone firing on all cylinders, then we're going to be. It's going to be fun. Then watch out. Um, yeah. but, you know, this is how it is early season. You never know, you know, who, who, uh, everything changes when it matters. So it's okay. Right. We got off to a great start. I love, uh, I love what we're about as a team. Guys have fun with each other. We get along and it, it has all the, the, the things to lead to a very successful, awesome winning popping champagne several times type of season. Like you, you, you kind of know the demeanor overall feel about the group and and uh this is this is a great one and that's a beautiful thing oh yeah you you could tell hey one thing i'm glad you guys did man i gotta tell you you got rid of that home run jacket for crying out loud <laughs> i see you know what? well I, no. I wasn't i wasn't here when i was a part of it but uh yeah i think guys wanted uh to go away without it this year and um <laughs> Yeah, I, I was all I was all for it. I'm old school, Gibby. I'm an old school guy. Uh, I know that. Man. So uh, yeah, that that was the consensus. So the players were here before me. That was their choice, and uh, guys like what we're doing right now. So keeping it a little bit more traditional, which is uh, it's good. Well, I, actually, I got to change. I thought I, at first I said I thought you were the best move the Blue Jays made all winter. I, I got to move you down to number two. I think the number one is getting rid <laughs> okay. of that jacket. Okay. <laughs> I'll take number two uh, to that. That's fine. Oh man! Well, listen. Hey, there's a. I, you know what? I'm a Blue Jay. You know, I, I'll be a Blue Jays fan forever. But I'm also I'm not a homer, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I look at your guys' team, and you know, I like all the additions. No doubt, you're leading the way. And any, you guys have a legitimate shot to win it all. You know, everybody can't say that. You know, you got yeah. you got what new wild you got extra wild card teams nowadays. So make yeah, it's, I think it's great for the game. More teams can get in, but everybody can't say they they got a legitimate shot unless they re get really really hot or something like that. Because you know the the, the top teams rise to the occasion. But you guys, yep. you guys got a legitimate shot to win it all this year. Yep, yeah, we sure do. We have. Um, I love how we have so many different weapons. You know, you got guys like uh, you got Vladdy, Bo, George, guys who can. Every time they step in that batter's box, they have a legit shot of hitting a homer, whether they catch it flush or not. These guys are so dang good. I love having them at the top of the lineup every night. It just makes it at the bottom of the order like we don't have to do as much because the big boys, they're going to do a lot of thumping all year. But then we got speed guys. We got guys who can get on base, bunt, steal bags, um, and we all complement each other 
very well. And on the pitching end, I love our rotation, love our bullpen. We got guys, once again, once we once we get these guys, uh, you know, pitching with a little bit more confidence here and there, we'll be good to go. But we have so many weapons that can beat you in so many ways. And um, we're, we're, expect, we're coming to the field. We're expecting to win series. We're expecting to win games each and every day. We're, we're starting to to get that, uh, yes. that confidence really rolling, and you need that. And, and the teams that sustain that, consistently throughout the season are the teams who are playing at the end. And uh, once again, we got all the ingredients to success. We got our, um, it's got to go out there and execute, play our game, stay healthy. And uh, I, I, you know, I can't wait to, to ride the way with these guys all year. Exactly. Hey, I got one more thing for you. Then we're going to let you go. You got a ball game today. Right. Okay. Uh, I, you know, the, this, this last, this last series, you guys, you played Tampa. Two, uh, you want two out of three, right? And I know what people say, well, it's early in the season and, you know, this and that. But going into that series, if you looked at the pitching matchups, right, you know, uh, Barrio's been struggling a little bit, Kikuchi. They're kind of, they've been kind of the whipping boys, you know, because that's, you know, how baseball it is when, you know, when they, you know, nobody's allowed to struggle, right? Yeah. And it happens to everybody, but gosh, don't, don't ever struggle. Yep. Ever. So anyway, and they both stepped up. Big time, right? And then they let you guys do your thing <clears throat> on the offensive side of it. So, and it's yeah, it's the first month of the season, but I think you guys sent a good message. That could have gone the other way. If you look at the pitching matchups, if they had struggled, you know, in in uh, you reverse that, you know, you're not feeling as good right now. I mean, that's because that's the psychological sides of the game, right? And Tampa's really. Yep. I think you guys sent them a good message. I, I I like your I like your your lineup much better than they like theirs. They got really good pitch. They got they got everything they need as well. Yeah. But I think you guys sent a good message against a pretty damn good team over the weekend. Yeah. You know, they come in 13 and 0, trying to set a record 14 0. We're yeah. all um we were all not ready. We didn't want that to happen. And we knew uh it's like, hey, you know, we're playing a good team. This is early in the season, but let's see what we're about. And uh George let off the game with a 116 mile per hour homer, and that just kind of set the tone. <laughs> for the next two games like we we came out uh bats were hot and you know you play you play with confidence and when you play when we're when we play with the lead we're we're very good we're very good and, and when we can score them runs early on that's when we seem to be our most dangerous you know going off the small sample size of uh this year so far but but yeah you want to go play them good teams and you want to beat them win a series like we did and uh, you know, we feel really good about ourselves right now. We got a good Astros team we're going to play tonight, and we just want to keep it rolling. Perfect, man. Well, listen, we appreciate your time. Hey, real quick, how's, how's Romano? Is Romano all right? Did he get that ball in the rib or something or what? Yeah, he's good. He's Canadian tough, man. That, that don't face oh, him. He's ready to no, roll. you're right. He's ready to roll. <laughs> Dude, you're, you're 100% right. I think you you might be part Canadian. You know, you know, you sound like it. I got it. In, yeah, a little <laughs> bit here or there. I like the ice fish. I like the snowmobile. I like to do it all, you oh, know. Good oh, good for yeah. you. Yep. All right, well, listen, man, we sure appreciate your time, pal. We're rooting right, for thanks, you. thanks, Gabby. Thanks for having you're me up. on. Great time. All right, best of luck. Best all right, thank luck. you. There's another great gabbing with Gibby. Very, very cool to speak to KK. And, of course, gabbing with Gibby brought to you by Tim Hortons. 
And also, now inspired by our friends at Miller Lite, Gibby, it's time for another Roast and Toast for the week. First, we're going to go for your Roast of the Week. Who's the victim? Well, you know, when I was up there, the the home opener against Detroit Tigers, right? Uh, Yeah. Rebuilding. They've they've been rebuilding now for a few years, I I guess. But uh, Javier Baez, right? You know, he... he, uh, Bobby you know what? It, it wasn't okay. I'm, this wasn't like it was an isolated incident. You know, he forgot the outs, right? But when you're when you're bad, when the team's bad, you can't afford those things. Plus, if you're the high dollar player, Miguel Cabrera is their guy, but he's he's on his yes. you know on his farewell tour. So Baez is the big signee from you know gave him like 140, 150 million bucks, right? I don't know oh, why, man. but they did because they weren't going anywhere. But but it's not just that, right? The you watch their team. They were making base run mistakes left and right, right? And people say, well, you you you, you learn base running at the big leagues. No, you should learn base you learn base running back when you're in, in high school and college or in the minor leagues, making mistakes that should shouldn't happen, right? And and uh, so not just that, but then Baez, your 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 main guy, even the night before he got yanked, he's on third base, a uh, medium fly ball to right field, not gonna be able to score. But he just stands on third base like no effort. Didn't didn't try to bluff or um, you know even try to draw throw home from Springer. You know it's like so so I'm sitting there watching that and I guarantee Hinch was watching that. It's like really I mean we got come on dude we got to do a little bit better than that. It's almost like he's protesting or something, right? So anyway, yeah, we had him a couple of years ago on the Mets. Um, not a fan, not a fan. Yeah, the bad influence a... he had on the team. He just was like it seemed to be he never was fully in the game. He's always yeah, I don't know. yeah. It was almost like a showman, but anyway. So he, uh, you know, he forgets the outs, right? And and, uh, and then Hinchy, what I didn't like, you know, I, th- I thought great job, Hinchy. You know, get him out of the game, right? Because it's easy to pick on the little guy. You know, anybody can do that. You got you got to go. It's not like you're you got to you got to make sure you hold your top dogs accountable, right? It doesn't mean you, you nitpick. Yeah, for these younger guys, you don't nitpick everything. And mistakes do happen. But when it seems to be happening quite a bit, and your, your top guy looks like he doesn't even really care, so then he what I didn't like is he let him play the bottom half of the inning, and then he then he took him out. He said, and he and the old hint, buddy of mine says, you know, he doesn't uh, he didn't want doesn't like to embarrass anybody. Well, for crying out loud, I, I got, this guy right here's been embarrassing the last couple of nights, and I guarantee you that he embarrassed you a few times a year before. So sometimes you got to say, okay, you know, enough's enough. So. Um, and then I just, then he played the next day. It's like you know, there's certain things you know. I'm not. I'm you know, Hinchy's a good. You would have sat general, him out more than one. You would have sat him out a game or two to kind of set the example. Is that what you would have done? Wait, what's it's the old? Uh, it's like the old, they used to say. You know, we're we're uh, we're 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 losing with you. We, I mean, we can or we can lose without you, right? It's not. It's not like we're uh, anyway. So. But 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 good for Hitchy for doing that because it just kind of you know it's, it's effort doesn't take much you know for anybody especially you're making that kind of money in smart baseball come on I mean those are fundamentals and uh, not just him a few of the guys on the team you should you should you should have known back in high school or minor league baseball you, by the time you get to the big leagues you should know that well let's go to your uh, toast of the week who are you toasting. Oh gosh, I'm gonna. I got to go with the the beautiful new ballpark, right? The uh, I think they did some wonderful things. You know, Mark Shapiro, 
you know, he's really good at that stuff, you know, and, and putting all that stuff together like they did down in the, the, the spring spring training yeah. facility. Uh, and it seemed like the fan, yeah, the the, the fan, the fans love it. it. It looks like a real ballpark now because you know it. Uh, uh, it used to look like that cookie cutter uh, setup, but there was only so much you could do. But yeah, but remember though, now the bottom line is you keep a good team on the field, they shall come, right? You know, they will. The, come. Uh, they will. Yeah, a, ba- a bad will, team on the field, a bad team on the field that nobody's coming to look at the stadium. I guarantee you that uh, they got a, they got a team that should be really really good for a long time and. Uh, Tend should do very well. Yeah, I know you had a chance to walk around a little bit, uh, see the configuration. And what's uh, your impression on the uh, bullpen configuration there? Fans are really close to those guys now. I love it, but you know, I, I did see that one game. The you know the the Tiger pitchers coming into the game and in a Blue Jay fan sitting there. I mean, he, he could touch him, right? He's 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 uh, hammering him. So there, there's that's gonna that could cause a problem. You know, you remember, remember Anthony Rendon. Earlier in oh, the yeah. year, they were playing out in Oakland, the, the Angels, Angels third baseman. And you, everybody walks behind the home plate to go to the clubhouses after the game, and somebody was John at Rendon. And they can lean over the stadium. They're very close to the fans, too, there. I think he swung at one. There was an altercation. So you're just asking for trouble if there's that much access, maybe like some kind of barrier you can put up or, or a or couple netting. more security guys. or so, Yeah, netting. something. for You know, because you got to protect these players, man, you know, because uh, – you know, otherwise, otherwise they'll own the they'll own the Blue Jays or they'll own that stadium. Something crazy happened. <laughs> well, appreciate that, John. Of course, this is uh, the roast and toast, and that was, of course, inspired by our presenting sponsors over at Miller Lite. Uh, we're gonna about wrap it up, John. I mean, it's a, another great show, uh, and I know that you're heading back up uh, to the Great White North and heading back up to Toronto. You got. Uh, an appearance this weekend at the Sports uh, Expo in Toronto. So you'll be signing, uh, you know, baseballs and photos. So I'm sure the fans are up there going to be looking for you. And you have another hockey pucks. Uh, week ahead. Hockey pucks. You'll be signing <laughs> hockey pucks. There you go. <laughs> hey, you know, last week, man, it was like the middle of summer last week. The weather was so beautiful there. I mean, it was I mean, incredible. It was, wasn't it the earliest, like the roof was open at the Rogers Center too? I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, that's a, yeah. I've never seen it like that before. It looked beautiful. I mean, it really did. I uh, certainly hope to get a chance to get up there sometime uh, this year. Uh, and that's going to wrap it up, John. I uh, just want to say uh, congratulations on everything that's going on with you again. And don't forget to pick up your copy of uh, Gibby's book wherever books are sold. Uh, we will be back next week to talk more baseball with you right here on the Gibby Show. Uh, for Gibby, my name is John Arezzi. And uh, we will see you next week. Go Jays.